You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we discuss David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future, 2022. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your host, I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, the cinematographer that always shoots for New Vice, Jared Cowan. How you doing, Brian? I do not get that reference. Thank you. It was from the <laughs> movie we were watching. To... Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. Like I said. Like I said. <sighs> <laughs> and we also have with us the costume designer that'd be more than happy to sew your mouth shut and your eyes, Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. I got that one. <laughs> I can do that, actually. Thank you. Oh, shit. And you could probably make it look better than what the guy did. I didn't hate it. Really? You know, if you're going to sew somebody's mouth shut, she approved. <laughs> I mean, the only the only one I really hated was the the, I, the zipper one across the belly, you know? And they had that little act in the alleyway. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was disappointed David Cronenberg didn't put the... The actual zipper on the outside. I know, that's what I thought. Down. Yeah, that's I thought he was going to do that. What do you mean? You don't like having to reach in? Like, it's like, you know, zi- zippers have that little flap of, like, no, of, uh, cloth over intimate. the top, right? I appreciated the finger reaching, but... Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Everybody needs a little tummy fingering. <sighs> this, mo- this movie made me feel things I didn't know I was ready to feel. <laughs> I don't... Okay, really? I don't know that people are ready to feel them, but, uh, Jared, tell us more. Uh, it, it, it's, like, oddly... This is Cronenberg, right? This is his thing, you know. It's like oddly sexual, disturbing. It's like, uh, yeah, the, the whole thing, it, it, especially with the music. You know that that score, kind of half porn, half mystery. Um. Like, this is like extra <laughs> sexual. Like his stuff is sexual, but like this was like I feel like hypersexual. Well, this is from the filmmaker that did Crash now, so uh, let's put it in perspective. The whole I plot of that movie yeah. is uh, let's uh, get into car crashes and damn, isn't that hot? Let's fuck now. Oh, God. <laughs> he's, he's always got some kind of uh, sexual imagery in his films, even if they're, you know, somewhat normal. His monsters will look like penises or vaginas and, you know, it's a running Very thing. F- fleshy. Fleshy. <laughs> Definitely Sen- fleshy. Sensual 
sensual body horror, not really gory. Well, kind of. I don't know. Is a gash gory? Yeah, it can be. <sighs> Skin it was, crawly. It was gory, but I was really surprised at the lack of blood during the surgery scenes. Well, I think you would almost have to do that because it makes it the the really the only blood we saw was when the guy get when people get drilled in the head. And so, yeah, well, that's because that's trauma. And well, you know, right, yeah, if, exactly. you're, if you're cutting with razor blades, I don't think you get the blood like that. Like if you get scalpel, you know, if you oh, like, if you're like an actual doctor slicing. Yeah. Like, like, like what the, what the weird, like autopsy table and all that shit's actually doing. You know, I don't know man. Surgery. Some of these people have like hand saws and like that one girl that's like going into her foot with that. Fo- I don't know what that gnarly oh, goddamn that thing was. was. No, that, that was also a surgical tool. You know, it's just like they're, she's, they're scraping on the bone, which oh. is kind of gnarly. God, yeah. Fuck that sound effect, bro. <laughs> fuck that sound kind effect. of gnarly? Kind of? Come on now. That was a horrible sound effect. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> if we could have done Help. that whole scene without the sound, <laughs> then it'd been just fine. They're like cutting into her face and like peeling the skin up, you know. And they're like, she's just, it just will not stick the way I want it to stick. It did know? look kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, it looked kind of neat. Oh, like gills on your face? You'd be down? <sighs> I didn't say I would be down, but oh, it's an interesting look, that. and I could actually see like if this was like a few a, a, a futuristic alien movie, like I could see aliens with that sort of like <laughs> it's like a fucked up Star mark. Trek. Like the guy. Yeah, on their face. <laughs> it's only, you know, horrifying because she's doing it just for fun, right? I love that line where she's like, I can't find a surgeon who doesn't understand that I don't want to be more beautiful. She's trying to be, what, interesting, provocative, but not beautiful. I, I, I actually appreciated that a lot. Yeah, because all their, all their bad, uh, beauty contest pageants are, are inner beauty. Inner beauty yeah. pageants. That's right. Why can no one feel pain anymore? That's how humans evolved. I take issue with that because I—they don't seem. No one seems comf- comfortable. Like, like I understand that they have evolved. The premise is that they've evolved to not feel pain. Um, but he, that dude doesn't look like when he's eating regular food. He does not seem, you know. Well, that's because happy. he's he's fighting. <laughs> he's like he's in a lot of pain. But he's fighting who he is. That's why he's right. In that pain, right. So, but yeah. he is in pain, so they haven't evolved to not feel pain, is what I'm saying. I t- kind of take issue with that premise. Well, and they also have this weird line, like, I think people only, if they do feel pain, they only feel it at night. Because there's this weird uh-huh. uh, line, uh, it's it's when somebody eats the, the purple, purple candy bar and dies for the first time, and you're just kind of like, the first time you watch the movie, you're just looking at that going like, what the fuck is happening? But yeah. if you listen to the dialogue in the background, the uh, the life forms, the people that make the Sark unit, and the chair and the bed and everything, they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, art, artists, you know... They can only really create art through pain, and people only feel pain when they go to sleep, and when they go to sleep, they dream. So, you know, our company is really helping create art in the art world, and it's just like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck? How many XYZs did you just connect there? What the hell? All of them. <laughs> I, I don't really, I'm not 100% sure what Cronenberg's saying with the performance art, because like, you could do, you could pick any profession. And told the same exact story. Why he's going after performance art. I think that's just the easiest thing to do. You think so? I think it's very visual, first of all. It's very open and intimate. And yeah, it's just, it's if you are show, if you need to show that humans have evolved 
and are growing extra organs and if you need to show that they can eat plastic and if you need to show their inner beauty why not actually show it and who else would do that it would be so boring to have a movie about doctors in this you know i i guess that he already made that movie uh have you guys ever seen dead ringers with jeremy irons he plays like mm-hmm. twin brothers they're obsessed with deformed genitals and things like that mm. and i think one of them even brings up like some kind of inner beauty pageant in that movie like actually has that line. Well, well let's just go with that. Sure. <laughs> it's it's been a while since I've seen Dead Ringers. He, he seems to run with themes, and apparently this one he's running with the same title of a of a past film that with that has no relation except for director and writer. You know, I saw everybody saying that, and like all the reviews and stuff when this movie came out, and that's not entirely true. Uh, the the original film, it's really short. I don't, I don't even know if it qualifies as a feature. It's like an hour and two minutes in length. So maybe it does, but just barely qualify as a feature. Like th- there's this institute and they look at all these diseases and there's these people that gr- that are growing organs in their body and they're having to cut them out and they refer to them as tumors. And they're like, we don't know the purpose of these. So that, I don't know where everybody's getting that from. Hmm. Interesting. That yeah. is interesting. It's like one of those things that you like, when you're like super high one night at like 3 a.m. and you're like, man, what if everyone's getting cancer for a reason? And you just kind of follow the rabbit hole. Like that's, I feel like that's what how this movie happened. Yeah, I can see that. Because like that's that's the whole premise, right? What if you stop fighting your body and stop assuming that your body doesn't know what it's doing? Yeah, yeah. If you stop trying to like solve the problem in other ways and just listen to your body and give it what it needs then everything will be will be okay and you'll have enlightenment maybe yeah and you might actually not feel pain and unlike this world where they say they can't feel pain but they are clearly in a lot of pain Man, maybe i should start eating right yeah you, probably not you though jared you're gonna start eating plastic <laughs> You're gonna be a plastic well, eater. If that's if that's if that's what I really need, man, you know, if that will make me happy and get me out of this fucking weird chair. Um, well, they had the chair and they had God that bed too. That the was... bed, like his his whole like sleeping apparatus, the way he, that the, you'd have to move to try to like digest properly. Um, all, all all of the weird technology, all, all the weird surgery tables they have that people get geeked out about. Oh my God, you've got one of those. Oh, that was the autopsy, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Holy shit. This is amazing. I mean, but that would be, I mean, even if someone just today did have an autopsy machine in their, like, <laughs> their spare bedroom. Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, there's something about uh, about the technology in the movie. Like, like even that Sark unit, they, all the technicians. That's the bed? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, well, the autopsy unit, but. Um, the autopsy unit. Yeah. That, that's the one that the, uh, the life form where technicians are all impressed with, right? And they go and get naked in it later in the movie. Um, but they, weird. yeah, they even say like their company stopped making that. And it was after that line that I started noticing, like nobody has a modern phone. Most of the cameras are like circa like 2002, 2004. Like that's the best digital. Some people were using like eight millimeter cameras in the audience. Of yeah. The shows. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed this post-apocalyptic future you know, to show the technology that we might have and what what we might, how we might like evolve as humans and not necessarily as tech, with technology and how our technology would evolve to support our humanity and not necessarily like what we have now, which is like kind of replacing our humanity. Yeah, but, but like it seems like the only like advance in technology was with 
things that were part of this like organic technology. That all seemed to be somewhat futuristic and you know out there, but everything else was really dumbed down. E- even like at the beginning, I-, I didn't really get that that was a a cruise ship on its side. I was trying, I was trying to like wrap my head around the opening shot. Like, what is that out there? Is like a weird island or like a? It's kind of hard to see. But no, after, no, it's a ship because it's a, it's a ship that's capsized. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think that just just to let you know that like you're not living in the modern world anymore. Like this has gone terribly wrong. Yeah, you thought Which it was a cool an way island? to show it. What are you watching this what? on your phone, Jared? What the hell? How did you think <laughs> that just, was an it island? Just, it just didn't like wrap. It just, my brain didn't make sense of it for some reason the first time I watched it. I was like, what is that? You know? Yeah. Uh, all right. We, I, in my head, it was like, we're in the future, bro. So this has got to be something, you know? <laughs> we're in crimes of the future, but this looks like fucking, I don't know, 1994 or something. Yeah. There's some but kid eating plastic. <laughs> he did write this. I saw that he wrote this 20 years ago, and I it made so much sense because I feel like he just he didn't bother updating any of it. He kind of kept the look and the feel of it as like the late 90s, early aughts. I can dig that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. He's always stayed away from, well, I guess... I was going to say he, he always stays well away from cell, cell phones, Cronenberg uh, does, but I don't think he's made a lot of movies in the cell phone era. There was a weird cell phone thing in Existence, a little like, thing that you put up to your ear and it's like glowing red. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like a cell phone. It's not, yeah, but it's not a real like piece of technology. You know what I mean? Like, like you went out see, of Nokia. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's no like iPhones yeah. <laughs> or anything like that in his movies. He just, I don't know, he just stays away from it. I don't know what his, uh, his reasoning is there. I mean, I guess I get it in this movie because it wouldn't visually fit. Yeah, I like the old, the giant, like, you know, brick phone that they use at the beginning. It's good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I thought that was ballsy as fuck to, like, straight up start your movie with, like, a a mom killing her son. Just smothering the fucker to death, man. Well, I I think we need to set expectation. You know, it's like, look, this is what we're in for. So, whether... (laughs) If you can't handle this, then you're definitely not going to be able to get through the rest of this. Yeah, that's true. But man, we, oh, that is a brutal fucking smothering. When she's like, when he starts like trying to fight back, and she's just like, and he's like, you can hear him screaming, "Mom, yes. mom, mom!" I'm like, oh god damn. She's like, I'm gonna plank right on top of you, bitch. You ain't moving. You ain't going nowhere. It's like, damn, holy crap! Don't eat the waste paper basket. You know how many times <laughs> I gotta fucking tell you? Did you guys see this in theaters? In my home theater. Oh, and and with with Hulu and. uh it had commercials, and it really like kept messing the movie experience up for me. Oh, really? Hulu has commercials on this? Oh, yeah. Which is weird. I guess I guess like I pay for the whatever bottom rung of Hulu. Clearly, uh, and it really kind of like because the, the the film is so vibey, it was kind of ruining my experience. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't watch the version with commercials. It's not good. Yeah, I watched it without commercials, and it was um just like constantly horrifying, like nonstop horror the whole time that I was watching it because I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's actually the whole time. Yeah, you're, you're always questioning it. And about the time that you start to really like question, then then they start throwing a little bit of answers your way. But, the answers uh, are not satisfying, though. Every time you get an answer, you're just like, wait a minute. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> um, and I did not see this in theaters. I, I wanted to, actually. And I think it was... I don't think it lasted very long in theaters, though, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, Neon did a fucking terrible job releasing this thing. Just terrible. Like there was no like huge marketing push. 
And I mean, just to have David Cronenberg return to fucking uh, uh, the body horror genre, do another horror movie. He hadn't done like any, anything horror sci-fi since like what Existence in '99. Oh my god, it's been so fucking long. Throw this thing at can. It gets some reviews at the film festival, and then they just shat it out super quick. No yeah. build up, and it was like two two weeks and gone. Yeah, I remember, I think we had just did Existence on the podcast when this was at Cannes, and people walked out, and I was like, oh, cool, I I really want to see this, and then it was just, like, gone. I did not get a chance to see it. And I actually think I know someone who did see it, and he, um, I, don't, I, I wish I could remember his review, because I have a lot of questions about it, um, but I think he really enjoyed it, but um, he must have caught it, like, the opening week. Yeah. I, I went with my wife, and there was... Two other people in the theater. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm, actually, I'm actually glad I didn't go see this in the theater because it was like, it was very disturbing. I think it would have been better in the theater. Like, cause you have no <sighs> escape. You know, you're kind of like trapped in it. And, yeah, uh, I don't know that that's better, though. Um, <laughs> I don't need to see all of this, like, like the the surgeries, like, large, but enlarged. And, uh, and I don't know. I have my little TV is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but most of it was okay with me that like when they're actually doing a surgery and they're doing the chest opening and all that, that's fine. But the, 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 the sex scene in the, in the machine, that was weird. Was, was hard. You know, it was like, ah, cause you just don't know where, when it's coming, where it's coming from, you know, like there's these little arms and they're coming in, you know, and you're trying to focus on other things. And then there's like these things that are just happening, you know, yeah. <laughs> these like little, these little incisions, you know, like, ah, <laughs> little scalpel arm. Yeah. And they're like, and it <laughs> it's little R2D2 arms like coming in. To, like, to, like, <laughs> well, I think that was at the point where I was questioning, like if they don't feel pain, has all pain been transmuted into pleasure, but surely not. Like, are these people just like cutting themselves the way like little teenagers do to yeah. feel something? Yeah, like yeah, every man. time Vigo's getting cut, he's like, ah, oh, oh. and like when they're actually performing that first surgery, like he straight up does the the lick lip where he takes his tongue oh. out of his mouth and just yeah, and he's like, oh, goes yeah. right, does the rainbow right yeah. across the top. Yeah, I love when you move my organs disturbing. around. <laughs> Horrible. And uh, I speaking though of I, okay, so what did you guys think of Kristen Stewart's performance in this? Heroin chic. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's not done quite heroin chic, but she doesn't look heroiny. But her performance is so odd, and she's and... yeah. I heard <laughs> that I was going to say was her. Uh, I don't know if some of these surgery scenes were the most disturbing thing. I feel like Kristen Stewart's performance was like way more disturbing, and by which I mean she's fantastic, but the character is a little psychotic. Yeah, when she a like bit, yeah. <laughs> comes on to Vigo next to that window and she's like grabbing his face and like putting her hands putting her hands in his mouth and like it, <laughs> he's like I'm not really good at this real sex thing but uh yeah old sex I think is old, what he calls oh, it the old, I'm not really good with the old sex <laughs> cause surgery is the new sex surgery is the new sex you want me to cut you that's fine you want me to do other things not happening I don't know she's, she's really she's really good in the movie but I, yeah, her character is, uh, I don't know, she's odd, she's weird, and you, you don't, by the end of the movie, you really don't like her at all. Um, but her performance is, is fine. I mean, she's supposed to be a weird, unlikable character. She's doing a great job, I, I, I would say. Yeah, I think so, yeah. 
because I, I, I really, I, yeah, I even get creeped out. Like, who is it? Leah Sadu says she's creepy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. girl, you right. <laughs> and she also is like the betrayer. You know, she isn't she the reason that that the kid is full of like the tattooed organs at the end. Yeah, from the tattooed show. organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can't have shit. <laughs> if if he would have fucked her properly, she probably wouldn't have done that. Okay, but I really not to not to interrupt this line of thinking. But um, I was really struck by how like when you have when you have like uh, the the girl Sh- Shunt, what's her name? Not Chantel, is it? Yeah, is no, it it's, um, it's um, who are you talking? It starts about? with a C, like that. Yeah, Caprice. The performance. Caprice. Caprice. Okay, yes. so when you have Caprice like kneeling in the alleyway when that when Viggo Mortensen gets his zippered scar and she like, you know, sticks her fingers in it and starts licking him and it's like so inappropriate, but you can tell they're both really into it. And then like juxtapose that spill. though with Kristen Stewart as she sticks her fingers in his mouth to look at it and then tries to like lick him also um and it's so penetrative there and it's so they're both very intimate acts but one is like so clearly like consensual the other one is not i just thought it was really interesting especially because what kristen stewart is doing is considered like by most standards normal um but in this movie it's so out of place and it's so cringy yeah it's so fucking cringy I, yeah, I, mean, she, she, I don't know. It's it's how she handles herself in these. She's working at this government registry for these new organs, and she's obviously into it, like a sexual desire attracted to it. And at the same time, she also hates it and sees it as a freak show. And I don't know. It's, it's very, very weird. It, it reminded me of like a like those. Like a Catholic priest that has sex with little boys, you know? Like, yeah, I'm out there preaching God's work, but man, ooh, let me tell you what, I'd love some sinning on the side on weekends. Well, it's when you hate yourself so much that you have to discipline everyone else for doing what you want to do, right? Uh, not to bring up the Catholic boys because that's illegal and wrong and pedophilia, don't do that. Uh, but, like, generally <laughs> speaking. We stand by that statement. <laughs> that is incorrect. That's wrong. Don't do that. Yeah, not the pedophilia part, but like generally speaking, <laughs> she's super into the into the sexual side of it. It seems, but she's also super into the art. Like this is art. This is like pure. This is the purest form of art. Yeah, man. I did appreciate somehow. They, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not necessarily on board with that, but I did appreciate several of the conversations around art and what art is and how this is art. And again, I don't know that I like buy it, but. They certainly do, and they certainly think that. And who who is to say that they're right or wrong? You know, it's clearly subjective. Um, when they go to the uh, National Organ Registry, uh, Whippet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Such a ridiculous character name, Whippet. Yeah, this guy, dude, he looks exactly like Dale from The Walking Dead, like a young Dale from The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, I can see that. Yeah, I was like, oh, wait. Are they doing some weird aging thing here? But then when I looked him up, he was also in Existence. Yeah, he's the uh, the guy yeah. that starts the game going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Allegra Geller. Death. Look at you still remembering the name. Fuck yeah, bro. How many times in that movie did they say, Death to the demoness Allegra Geller. <laughs> <laughs> Death to Existence. <laughs> Death to Antenna. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Cronenberg does like his little catchy slogans long live the new flesh from videodrome all right so what's the one here 
Surgery's the new sex. It's got to be the line from here, right? Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I do like Viggo Mortensen's uh, I'm Afraid of Everything line. <laughs> Are you afraid? I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> this weird, like, cloak that he wears. This mask. Yeah, that was weird. Is that because he's famous and people recognize him? He says he gets cold. I don't know. I guess. There was like the very first time that you see him do it is after his first performance. And he looks all like weak and frail and he's like laying collapsed in a chair. Except I didn't realize that. I just thought he was like a little old like Arab lady in a burqa. And I was like, (laughs) why is she on screen? Is she a new character? And it took me like a minute to figure out that it was him. He looks like an anime character. You know, he's... (laughs) He's always skulking, and he's always down, like, getting into that squat, you know, hiding in a corner. Quick, Aragorn, get your ninja robes. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And, and like, explain, like, you're going to have to help me get through some of this film here. The guy that he meets out by the boats? Yeah. Who is that guy? What's his, what's his tie to everything? He is a detective for New Vice, the New Vice unit. And New Vice is keeping track of all the people that have new organs that are popping up into their body. And they want to track down Scott Speedman's character. I forget what his name is, but he's the one with the little boy, Brecken, that eats the plastic. Him and his group of people have cut themselves open and replaced their digestive tract with a new tract of organs that can consume plastic and plastic waste and technological waste that we make in the world. Even though you don't see any technology... Very bizarre line. But anyway, I guess his son was the first born with this new digestive tract. Right. Allegedly. Yeah. And that's why the government wants to, part of New Vice wants to keep that out from the public knowing. And that's why the father wants them to do this show because performance body art is like the new cool thing. And if they cut this kid open and they see his digestive tract with these new organs... You know, they'll start a revolution, man, and people will know. Stop cutting this fucking shit out of your body and eat plastic. That's it. I think it's really interesting, and I don't necessarily buy that the majority of the people would not want humans to evolve into eating plastic. I think if you were to tell people right now, like, hey, we can have you eat plastic because it's already (laughs) in all of your food and in everything, right? Um, I think people would be like, okay, sign me up. Not Ooh, everyone, does it taste good? but right, right. Like that's the thing is like, can they eat it? Does it taste good? Because I think a lot of people don't really eat a lot of like a lot of people don't enjoy eating food anyway. What? I know it's weird. <laughs> what a weird like, like we, go, we go from last week to like the the like the celebration of food, and then this one is like the degradation of food. Right, but all those people, I think that's the point. All those people last week weren't there to really enjoy the food. I think out of everyone there, like one person enjoyed eating and appreciated the food. All of the rest were just there because it was cool. And so, if you make eating plastic cool, I think people would do it. And and is and does eat, eating plastic is is, is does that saving our planet because we've created too much plastic right i think it could it could play it for a lot of reasons yeah and it would be cheap too look how much plastic there is around instead of trying to recycle stuff that's not even actually getting recycled because they just dump it in other countries without telling us like we could just eat it and recycle it that way whenever whenever you get finished drinking your uh, soda you can go ahead and eat the bottle too right it'd be like you know like the cherry on top right just like at Willy Wonka. I don't know. I don't think those plastic uh, <laughs> eaters can eat normal food because that's like why 
that's why the breakfast chair exists in the first place. I mean, that, that's another reason. That, that's why these women are going around um, that are repairing all the, the weird devices in Vigo Mortensen's house. That's why they're going around mm-hmm. killing all these people because if they start eating plastic, they're not going to have digestive problems. They're not going to need the breakfast chair. They're not going to need the... You know, whatever that bed was called. I don't, I forget what it was, the name of it. I thought that was weird because if they're just technicians, like they can just get a different job repairing something else. Like, I don't, I feel like their job security is fine. You know, technician slash hit women. Yeah, I know. I They'll understand they're killing people. And they're cool. But they? are they? They get shit done. Yeah. Do they? I mean, I don't know. I was. And they there. use their drills as a weapon. Come on, how cool was that? Fuck that yeah, was man. not. That was gross. It was like in pie, but we really, really got to go all the way. No. <laughs> Did not even see. Just say no country for old men. The head. <laughs> a lot more hard work, but you know. No country for old men wasn't a, wasn't a drill. It was a cow killer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, portable like little cow price. Same same thing. You sticking yeah. a piece piece of metal in somebody's dome. Yeah, well, there's something kind of like super gnarly about just like drilling into there, like out of nowhere too. God, he didn't get a chance to like react. He's like, ah, you know. Yeah, like how the kid's like crying over his dead son, and they're like, "Let's drill him." <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> Quick, get him while he's and then, and then he falls down those stairs, and they go up, and they like kind of like tap him on his head, like kick his head around. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been the point so where gnarly. I was like. Wait, do they not have emotional pain either? Like, I was very confused by the fact that they don't have pain because these people clearly have a lot of issues and they clearly have emotional pain too. But you would, uh, I don't know, it's confusing. If if you didn't actually have like, like an actual pain center, center, don't don't you think you would react to people a little differently though? Like you wouldn't feel, you wouldn't, you wouldn't empathize with them as much. And and maybe that's why the they don't seem that, that both of his parents don't seem very attached to him as a the little child who died like the parents don't seem neither they one of them cried. seemed yeah they both cried but i don't neither one of them seemed very attached to him and the the mom kept referring to him as like you know something from the husband to torment her and the the dad kept, he was like oh i'm referring to the ex-wife of the cadaver like he like they both are like very removed from him as a child yeah i don't know he's got him got him in the freezer <laughs> no he yeah. was, he was crying but then after that like he yeah he does very rarely refer to his son by name well they don't even say like my son hardly ever i uh, know i think that causes him too much pain i think he's trying to distance himself oh, from it so he can do the show so? i don't know that's how i read it maybe maybe not maybe he's a dick Oh, uh, no more than the mom is. I mean, my God. No, the mom's like, psychotic. She kills her fucking son <laughs> and refers to him as a lizard, a creature, like all this shit. She's, a, yeah. she's not mentally right. Well, I don't know that anyone there, but so, but who who's attached to who? I mean, Caprice is kind of attached to Vigo Mortensen, but only it seems like not really in like a, she's like, no, this is my like co-performance artist. Not friend, not lover, not you know, because someone does call him, call them lovers, and they're like, no. Well, no, yeah, it's but Kristen they, Stewart. But they are right? though. That that stopped that. <laughs> she shot that down. She's like, no, no, no. I, I, I want to be the lover. <laughs> and by that, I mean I want to. I want you to cut. Yeah, me. Kristen Stewart's the only one who seems to have any sort of like attachment to anything, but it's it's not that is not healthy in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Please cut me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to be part of. I want to be part of your performance. 
nuts. Oh my gosh. Take an organ out. I don't even give a fuck which one. No, man. He, he said he's open to like uh, faking it. You know, you can plant something and then remove it. That was a weird line. Wasn't he? I was trying to that figure out if he was saying that, like, just to provoke. He the, was. You know? But yeah, like, not because mean, he would. But does that mean it's been done before? <laughs> Is that like a thing? Was that a scandal? <laughs> Oh, it's like they put the little things in her fo- in her forehead, and then they and then you can go in and take them out. Yeah, you know, and say it's like, oh, it was always there. Her body grew those to meet a bone. I did really enjoy that that scene where uh, the the model who's getting her face torn up is like, no, this is art, and I'm just want to be open. And then it cuts to Caprice, who and you see what she's done to her. face. <laughs> by putting the little moons in there and Mika Mortensen's it's like all, what <laughs> it's, and it's all bruised and she actually has the, the cuts yeah but then when it mean. heals the cuts are gone but it which is weird because uh when they do something on the chest those scars remain I don't know maybe it was uh a tra- d- different levels of traumatic surgery ripping well, up face- like whatever the, the cosmetic surgery well facial yeah. scars also I think those are those are smaller cuts, and also that when they heal, it's it's not as it's not as big of a scar as something on your chest and your body. Well, I did mm-hmm. notice when they were laying down on that table, they they kept in. Uh, I don't know if they're actually real or not, but Leah Sadu's she's got breast implant scars. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and like you know, if you're making a movie, they usually always cut. So they either added them or kept them in on purpose because usually that's a covered up thing i i would assume that they left the scars and i thought it looked really nice though like in the context of this movie or david <laughs> david cronenberg's over in the corner like quick add some uh, breast implants guys it'll be great they're perky enough everyone will buy it yeah see if she had breast surgery because i that public is that public record <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> I mean, the surgery itself wouldn't necessarily would be public record, but you can usually find the stuff out. Yes, I feel. I, I, oh, I feel like we're we're at a break point here. We need to do some breast research. <laughs> yeah, there's some research we've got to do really quickly. <laughs> God damn it! We're gonna take a break. We're gonna get right on that research, and we're gonna play the trailer <laughs> for David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. We'll be right back. I can feel you pulling things around in there. It's a brand new organ, never before seen. We've all felt that the body was empty. Empty of meaning. And we've wanted to confirm that so that we could fill it with meaning. The world is a much more dangerous place now that pain has all but disappeared. Mm. You know what it is. Surgery is the new sex. I don't like what's happening with the body. In particular, what's happening with my body. Which is why I keep cutting it up. What do you think they'd find inside it? Outer space. Whoops. Sorry. Let us not be afraid to map the chaos inside. 
creator that will guide us into the heart of darkness. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. Mm-hmm. Good trailer. Good trailer. Good trailer. You see what you get, man. It's very vibey. <laughs> Lots of body like cutting, you know? Yeah. Sexuality. I think if you see the trailer, you shouldn't. You won't be. You won't walk out when you um, watch this movie. You should know what you're getting. Maybe I should have watched the trailer before I, uh, I watched the movie. It may have helped. What? To not watch it on Hulu and with all the commercials or what? Where did you watch it? Amazon. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was on Amazon. Mm, yeah. That's did you pay for it? it? Yeah, it was like three bucks. Oh, okay, that's why. I probably should have paid for it. It's real cheap, actually. It's one of the cheaper ones. <laughs> 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 Obviously, they're not really into making money. You know? I know, right? Yeah, Fuck really, Neon, man. <laughs> Fuck this goddamn company, man. <laughs> David Cronenberg's new movie, and they fucking do a shitty job. Fuck these guys. Had a had a pretty big budget. What was the budget on it? Uh, man, I don't know. I found different numbers. I saw uh, twenty seven million, and then IMDb has thirty five million listed, and I just can't imagine that that's fucking right. That eight million dollars makes all the difference. I mean, I just don't know what they would have spent thirty five million on. I mean, building those sets, bro. Yeah. They filmed in Greece. That's all. That's oh, it's all real. Greece, yeah. I mm. mean, no, there are sets. They had a they had a warehouse where they they built they did build sets, but still, dude. I mean, like building all those fleshy things for to poke mm. at people. That's where the money went. I, I I know this is one of the first movies that had CGI for Cronenberg, uh, but still, like, and the makeup in this is pretty good. It's excellent. Actually. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. All the... <laughs> I mean the 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 thing that like when he's in the bed and it's like onto his hands and shit that stuff looks a little. Oh, I didn't mind that really. But, but I, I didn't mind it. Oh, but like it looks a little rubbery and kind of. It looks a little rubbery, yeah. Yeah, but I'm that's okay. okay. That. Yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. If you like, I if you like watching Existence, it all looks rubbery, but it works. Yeah, I thought it worked. The only thing I True. thought that didn't really work was the the controls that light up. That looked like some like video game that my brother would have had when he was four. I just wish that there was a better um, choreography with the using of it. Maybe, maybe some more mm. thought because at the end when he's actually, it does. It looks like he's just making it up. It's like it not does. actually. It's not like there's, not a, well. there's a way to do it. Right. It looks like he's just like mashing, but like when it looks like when I play video games and I just mash all the buttons at once to hope yeah, and hope for the you, best. Like or that's you s- see someone doing. typing on a keyboard in a, in a movie. You mm-hmm. know they're not typing that shit. Yeah thought never entered my brain once man it doesn't seem to like what he's typing into the little light up keypad thing doesn't seem to correspond to what the machine does there doesn't seem to be any sort of correlation there well the it buttons seems very don't, random don't really make sense like and i i don't know like sometimes they're pressing the buttons and sometimes they're pressing in and then moving their finger around like it's like some kind of like yeah, internal you, joystick no, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta, like, you know, kind of like roll you gotta, too. You gotta stimulate like it. Yeah, you gotta stimulate it the right yeah. way. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. But none of this was made really clear, and I understand not that they needed to make it clear, but it just didn't seem to. That's the one thing I, that really stood out as like not being part of the world to me. I don't know. I, I guess like uh, thinking about like existence, they really only have like that one action of turning it on, where they do the little nipple flick, <laughs> and then the 
controller thing like vibrates. No, you you, you got to rub the little the little thing around your porthole, you know, and then, and then you stick it in. But no, but yeah, so, that, but that's a different yeah, piece. Yeah, you know, that's not the part you control. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, but yeah, that but then, then you got to do the nipple flick. Yeah, that would have been way better to have the controller as like a sexual thing like the way that they did in existence i think they were trying for that with this like the, they, with the way you have the way you have failed. to touch it you know no i don't think they came so it's a weird little light up frog that you got a massage yeah no, i don't think they came even close i mean they even put it in her on her body like right in between her breasts so it's supposed to be like super sensual and it still doesn't come off that no, way it's like all. right where her womb would be it's Is it like, that? it's not that low yeah it's that low it's, it's like way solar below. plexus I thought it was like way below her breast. Oh, I'd have to go back and double check. I did not think it was down where her womb hmm. is. But if so, that is a different perspective that also they're missing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to bring it up, we did do our research. Those are Leah Sadu's real breast, and that means that those scars were makeup. So kudos to the film. Nice. It looks nice. Yeah. Good work, Brian. You know, I I take my research very, very seriously, Jared. <laughs> very thorough. She is a Bond girl. Is she? I can see that. Yeah, but, but you were on No Time to Die. She's in that movie? Yeah. My yeah. character? Yeah. No. Yeah? She's blonde, though. That's why I didn't recognize her. Right? Isn't she blonde? Oh, uh, they did change her hair. Um, I didn't think she was, but maybe she is. I don't know. I thought it, yeah, I thought she had her. I didn't recognize though. her. <laughs> She's got an awesome smile. She shows like so much of her upper teeth, though. It's kind of scary. It, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like it, you know? <laughs> I was thinking that about her smile. Her smile is beautiful, but also, I don't know if it was the camera angle or if she was trying to be a little creepy on purpose. Because it, it's, she kind of goes a little overboard with it <laughs> at times, and you're like, okay, I'm. I don't need to keep going down this. Well, she, she evolves path. throughout, you know. She's she seems she's like seems sweeter at the beginning, and then like as she goes, she gets a little odder and creepier. Especially when oh, she meets true. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Well, now there's competition in the kitchen. I will yeah. not be replaced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not uh, reignite cheese and or smash burger debates. It's not really a debate, so it's okay. Yeah. Although I did look up, not all smash burgers are double patties, though. Wow. So this is on you, Brian. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and just know that... <laughs> you liar! American cheese double patty all the way. Well, I will say, in terms of the costumes, I actually didn't notice the costumes the first go-around, most of the costumes, because I was so focused on how horrifying this movie is. <laughs> but... The costumes are really interesting in this. If you have any, if you take the time to notice them, the the fabric and the color and the drape and like even Kristen Stewart. Well, she's well when she Kristen Stewart first comes out, she's wearing this really awful like two tone <laughs> shirt. Did you guys, do you know what I'm talking about? With like yes. there's a line this brown. Yeah. yeah, it's so <laughs> awful. But then she kind of switches it. I mean, her whole wardrobe is like really awful. But like she switches it for like this like shiny. Like she has some. She seems conservative the way choices. she dresses. Well, they do reference her as being like a you know she's like an agent, right? Kind of yeah. like a federal agent. But like that's not how they dress. Um, but also maybe that is how they dress in the future. But uh, you know, there's all sorts of like red gowns and like when they're because they're performing and so they're wearing like very interesting clothes and clearly some people still have money 
sort of in this world somehow. <laughs> There's like a lot of like hiding buttons and like also like collars, mm-hmm. like collarless shirts and, and like hiding, like everything looks smooth. Like, like even if you were to button up a shirt, there's a flap that covers the buttons, like all the way. Yeah, everything's kind of like slightly futuristic looking like that. Yeah, it's a little futuristic looking, but it still plays into like a very almost vintage style to imply that nothing has advanced. But if you look at it, it has. And there is, yes, like you said, like new like characteristics of the clothes that you wouldn't necessarily think of. It's it's a really interesting choice. And he, he used the same costume designer as he used, who, who he always uses. It's like I think he's the same production designer who he always no, uses. No, no, um, no. His normal costume designer was his sister. And she passed away in uh, 2020. I think this oh. was the first first time he's, oh, you're, you're he hasn't right. worked he, with. Denise. Denise is who yeah. he usually uses. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. But still, um, I liked her. I liked her. I used a different cinematographer this time, too. Really? Yeah. That Peter, I'm not going to even try to butcher his Schlinski or Schlauskalopi. Who knows? I can't pronounce his last name. But I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the photography in this. I think the movie is really beautiful. I think um, so, too. Uh, it, it, it's, it's lit really, really well. It's a uh, shot on the um, Alexa Mini. Um, and, and, like I think it's uh, Zeiss Master Primes. Wait, it was uh, shot on the Mini? Yeah. Holy fuck! Does that mean I got a? I bought this on 4K. That means it's a goddamn blow up. Then it is a blow up. It was shot in 3.4K. Whoa! It looked great. I yeah, it looks amazing. Fantastic! I like, loved the way this looked and the way it was lit. Like it's usually, I hate like the super moody stuff like this because you can't see shit, or I can't see shit anyway. But like, I thought this was beautiful. Yeah, it feels very like uh, fantastical, and I love how dirty everything looks, and it's just all of these crazy locations with these arches and and these definite like like structure, like like all these rooms are like definite like structures. You know, everything feels like you're, either you're living in a underground bunker or you know, it's it's just so European. <laughs> well, it's such a. I I actually the first time I saw it got Latin American vibes, but. Greece also fits Mediterranean fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's de- yeah, it's definitely a very interesting reimagined point of the near future in a post-apocalyptic world. Because I really kind of hate the American thing of like just a wasteland where everything has just fallen apart. The you know like like they do whatever am I watching The Last of Us like which looks really great but like it's kind of boring to see everything just decaying around us and we have to revert back to living in tents or whatever but I love how we can reclaim these buildings and continue to live the way we once did just in a different way I don't know I loved I really loved this it kind of this is totally different but it reminded me of the fifth element and where there's a lot of very Hmm. familiar elements that have been but a lot of it is updated and you could see it and you're like oh yeah i could see how we could evolve into living that way yeah i did not think the fifth element would come up tonight so uh (laughs) kudos kudos thank you (laughs) do you want to tie in another movie because i can Vigo, Vigo, Vigo. We're all gonna die, Vigo. Is it gonna catch you, Vigo? <laughs> and again, this movie would have been better if he was in it. <laughs> if Chris Tucker was here, yes, narrating around. everything. I would have enjoyed it a lot more. I would have been following. Oh my god, imagine if Chris Tucker was like hiding in the wings of one of the post the performance art pieces, being like, "Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> Damn, is she gonna cut herself?" <laughs> 
I'm here for it. It's so sensual. <laughs> <laughs> See, Brian, you would have enjoyed it. Come on, come on. I would not have been oh. able to pay attention to no, the plot because I would have been laughing the entire time. That's okay, right. It, yeah, it would actually, like, you I'm know, break, break the tension, you know? That's fine. Maybe oh, we don't need to have tension. tension. <laughs> I, was so, I was so irritated at the very end. Like, the very end, he's like, oh, my God, maybe I just need to eat plastic. Like, bro, did you not get that memo, like, an hour ago? Because I think we all got that. Like, you clearly need to eat plastic. And so, like, that was, like, the big reveal at the end. I was like, okay. Like, it was so stupid. Like, the, I hated the ending. Oh, is that? No, it's, he, that's he, how he finally, you read it. But well, how did you read it? He, he finally learned to love himself. He he actually finally <sighs> let it go and and and. I thought I just said I was just, desperate enough. I did not get that just, he loved himself. Just just be well. You know, like that that look he has. You know. Yeah, of ecstasy, where he's like, "Oh shit, there's another way to live." Doesn't he's just like, "Oh, I just feel so fucking relaxed for once." You know. Yeah, which I can is get fantastic. up off this terrible ass chair. Stop fighting yourself, you know, and again, unless you have pedophilia or pedophilic urges and then you should definitely fight yourself. But like for <laughs> everyone else, like, yeah, stop fighting yourself. You can just like relax and enjoy the way your body is made, you know, unless it's illegal. Don't do that. I think it could be read that he also died at the end. Oh, no, no, I, didn't I read don't that. think I don't think that's what the filmmaker. I don't think that's what David Cronenberg wants you to uh, like to think. But it is left very. It reminds me a lot of the end of Inception. Where it's vague enough that you can read it different ways, but I mean, there's a clear way the filmmaker is intending the audience to take things. No, because we've already seen someone eat it and die. Yeah, he throws that purple goo. This yeah. dude, like, well, we cried cut tears out before that point. We Bullshit. They, no, no, he was like, he was going in for more. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> no, he chews that one bite. And the camera goes no, then in he on him. Smiles. No, no, he smiles and he cries Dude. tears of joy. He's he, so happy. Eating one of those damn like purple candy bars is like opening up a sleeve of Fig Newtons. Got to go the whole thing. Man. Well, okay, no, so the whole on, moment like, though is like, is he gonna die or is he not? He doesn't know that eating the bar. That's why the moment's built up to. So when he he does eat the bar, I don't think based off of his reaction, you could say whether it's one way or the other. Other things that they've shown us in the movie, I think you can deduce that, but I don't think you can get it from just from the close up. And I do like it that it's in black and white at the end. That's nice. No, it's isn't nice that? Touch. It's her. Well, that, it's her that, ring that, filming it. That, She's going to use it in her performance art because it's so intense. She's shooting it. It's awesome. It's great. It looks beautiful. Yeah, I, I guess I could <laughs> see that you could interpret it that way, but like, I feel like there's absolutely nothing to support that. What? That it's beautiful? No, no that he's dead. Beautiful. That he dies. No, he didn't die. He, he finally he found died. who he is. Man, this yeah. is a he, fucking thing. We came out of this movie having. Having having debates about this, my wife and I were like, "Oh, what happened at the end?" Yeah, you were just being persnickety because yeah, I of think fucking Cronenberg. Right. Come on now. Yeah, she wait. Which way did she go? But she went with he died. Oh, okay, she's mind. wrong. Yeah, sorry, sorry, but, Lindsay. You know, whatever. You can tell her she's wrong for I, me. I like that you assumed <laughs> that I was wrong. <laughs> no, we figured that you would just be like, you know, oh no, bro, no, man. <laughs> no, I want Cronenberg to make the dumb movie that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's okay. That he goes that on his own. God. Yeah. <laughs> what? No. What are you talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? Well, I will say that if he did die, I think maybe he's so happy because his life is so miserable. Because again, if you have to have that little chair and that little bed, and the only way you can enjoy your life is by cutting yourself open and taking out your organs. Which also seems very painful because, like, you know, when he says it's like a new growth, like, I guess that's, you know, why are you living at that point? What are you living for? He has nothing to live for. 
Yeah, a motherfucker can't get, like, a whole two sentences out of his mouth without, like, coughing up some crap or shifting his voice box. Yeah, it was gross. Man, that's so hard to get through some of those scenes when he's, like... Yeah. You know, like, doing that stuff and trying to speak, and then you're just like, man, this is hard. Dude, just hock the loogie already. Goddamn, get it over with. <laughs> and to put things in perspective, to do like a like a palate cleanser after I watched this film, I watched a movie called Paris, Texas, which was a total palate cleanser from this, if you've ever seen it. We'll talk about it eventually. I but. haven't. I watched Signs after oh. I watched Is that this. your first time? Yeah. You say you watched Signs? Yeah. <laughs> like the Alien movie? Yeah. Mel Gibson? Yeah. That is yeah, a really random pull, Chris. That's a good palette. That, that's a really... No, no, you know. Weird, weird little alien creatures who are scared of water. How was it? Was it good? It was okay. I didn't hate it. I hated Mel Gibson's character, but the movie itself was pretty good. Um, I feel like M. Night Shyamalan needs to like just spend money on CGI. I feel like that's the weak link in all of his movies. It was a long time ago, but okay. I yeah. don't know. Uh, no, I don't care. Every single time I see an M. Night Shyamalan movie and there's CGI in it, it is bad and it takes you out of the movie. It's not scary anymore because you're like, wow, that's really bad. Hmm. Check out The Servant on Apple. It's interesting. Is, is this an alien also? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. We don't know. Did anybody see uh, Knock at the Cabin? I didn't. I didn't go see that. Mm-mm. Me neither. I need to get my ass in gear and go see it. Yeah, I'm disappointed in you. You're falling behind. Yeah. I did see Old. Did you guys watch Old? It's on HBO oh, Max. Yeah. That's. Pretty... I did not like it. Oh, what? That was weird. Also bad CGI. Also bad storytelling. <laughs> bad writing. It's not bad. Bad acting. That's not good. It's not wrong. Wrong. That's right. Go and get all that negative shit out before you write this one. (laughs) Kristen, I'm going to have to sit down and mansplain old to you now. (laughs) Clearly, you didn't understand it. Clearly. (laughs) Yes. Clearly, that's the issue. Is it? Okay. Is it really? Damn. No, no, it's not. Okay. I got excited. I was like, shit. Waiting for him to come back. That's not the hill I'm going to die on tonight. No, no, no. Uh, are, are we ready for ratings? I heard somebody say ratings. I think it was you. I think that was it. you. Yeah, oh. but we can we can rate. I don't know what to give this movie, Brian. Yeah, I'm actually kind of conflicted on this. On my yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think you need to set the tone, and then then we can go off of what you say because I don't have a reason to not. He's going to give it a ten. Let's, give this high marks. We can. We can. Where are you going? Are you are you walking away? <laughs> He's done. He's like fuck you guys. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna give. He's gonna. He's gonna bring in a reason. Oh my god! He's, he's gonna have a toy, he has a toy or, yeah. or like a poster or something that's but going to support toy. his argument. Oh my god! What if he had like the little scalpel toy? Like, do you? Think, oh my god! He have, actually like, has one of the autopsy tables. That'd be cool. Like, a, no, but like a little toy one. Not a, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, that, that he can put his little Vigo toy in, oh god, you know, and so hit, hit the button and the little arms come out with and like his open little, his chest with his little burka outfit on. Like that's so oh, cute. dude, yeah. I like. Uh, I was. I was wondering, like, uh, from a costume standpoint, when he has that like mask on his face mm-hmm. and he pulls it down, how does he stick it back up and it stays like that so easily? It's probably on loops around his ears. Oh, okay, and it's got pressure, and when he comes back up, and yeah. it, it, it covers his face so 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 well. I'm like, how the fuck? I mean, that's my first thought. That's how I would do it with, unless I like sat and studied it. You know. Yeah, it's good. Um, so, what did you bring us? No, look, I already got two copies of this movie. All right. Wow. You know, it, came, it, it hasn't even been out a year. I already got the Blu-ray. And then they're making me double dip because they, they put out the 4K. And, of course, it's got the original Crimes of the Future on here, which mm. is also in 4K on here. Wow. And all the extra. Oh, wow. All That's the, amazing. Yeah. Definitely some of the extra features that. are even in 4K. 
Very nice. I would like to see disc. the behind the scenes on this. So yeah. I would like I to might, see I the might. behind the scenes also. Yeah. I was actually hoping, Brian, that they had come out with like the little toy when he had the different scalpels and like you turn a crank and all the little knives start moving. Okay. So one of the extra features on here, and I didn't know this was a real thing, is uh, you probably can't read it because this is crappy, but it's Crimes of the Future, the board game, which is l- literally set up like what? Operation. Yes, I love that. Right. I want to play that game. So you go get the new tattooed organs out of the dummy. Yeah, but every time you miss, it like cuts you. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it, like you get, give, you get like a little like <laughs> slice, and one of your friends has to slice you. That's that's the rule. I think the machine would do it because your friends wouldn't do it. Because if okay, if, do we need a PSA for like if your friends cut you, like they're not your friends? <laughs> no, it, you know, it's all about consent. You know, you're like I. I, I Oh, and you have to enjoy it and like let yeah, them know yeah. while like, you do it. That's part uh, of it. <laughs> don't don't try to yuck somebody's yum. All right, <laughs> yuck somebody's yum. Mm. Well, let, let's hear you yuck this yum, uh, guys. Obviously, this is a ten. It's a ten upon tens. I like the opening credits. Even like, I do think you have to watch all of David Cronenberg's. Most of his movies, I think, I do think, need a second watch to fully understand, mm. to get everything that he's showing you. Um, like the opening credits is a great example. The first time you watch it, you're like, "Oh, look, I'm seeing some patterns and some things in the background," and you're just reading the credits. Watch the movie again. You realize you're looking at the inside of organs, and they're the tattooed organs, and the camera's going over there, and you're actually seeing all the tattoos before you do late earlier in the movie, but you don't know that until rewatch the movie um there's a lot of layered things like that um i guess a lot of the criticisms that i was reading were people having problems with the plot being a little overstuffed i can see that i understand where people are coming from when they say that there is a lot going on you're having the whole body art the whole human evolution thing and then there's also this new vice unit and (laughs) government cover-ups and assassinations and another corporation that's working for them and it's a lot to take in i don't know but that's why you go to a david cronenberg movie this isn't any different from like scanners where yeah not only people psychic and make people's heads blow up but you know there's a government organization (laughs) that wants to rule the scanners and but no he's gone rogue now and yeah it's got some spy element plots that's uh i don't know this same thing happens with videodrome very it, it, really easy plot it gets a little convoluted with um david cronenberg wanting to add some kind of like a assassination or spot spy plot into his movies which look i'm a bond fan so i'm totally okay with i like all the performances in the movie i think the production design is interesting i think howard shore is just giving us another fucking great goddamn score man and i know everybody yeah. knows him for lord of the rings but i just man i Silence of the Lambs and all the, the, the Cronenberg scores are just like what I think of with Howard Shore. Um, especially I love the score to the fly. God, that's so fucking good. I listen to it like at the least five times a year. It's just, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Oh, God, it's so good. Um, I got nothing but, but great things to say. Uh, just just loved it all. Ten. Wow. Um. I don't know how to rate this movie. Um, it is absolutely beautiful. It's shot amazingly. Uh, the lighting and camera choices are like stunning at times. Um, skin tones look so good. Everything, it's, 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 it's masterfully done. Uh, everything feels 
purpose, like like purposeful. Uh, it, it's it's challenging. It's it's nice to watch something that actually challenges you. So the, the whole time you're you're asking yourself, what the absolute fuck am I watching? And you know, you 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 get a little bit here and there, but most of the time you're still left wondering. Sometimes it's okay to not you know fully enjoy everything you're watching. I think that's kind of cool, you know. And I think that's what Cronenberg's all about. He's all about like challenging you and challenging the uh, the viewer. And I think that's really cool. <laughs> I'll give it a Brian ten because I really don't know how to uh, how to rate it myself. I, it's it's give me it's, the Jared it's rating. What's the Jared rating? Well, what are your? You clearly have like multiple <laughs> like ratings in your head. So let's hear all of them. Well, in my head, I was thinking I, I was like, you know, this is this has got to be coming into like a like a nine. But I was like, why? It 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 accomplishes what it wants to accomplish. I actually, see the the character go through a change. It's absolutely beautiful. The, the editing didn't bother me. I, I I didn't mind the length on it. I like that it's slow at times. It just kind of like lingers and lets you just fucking like live. The fucking score is absolutely amazing. Like all the actors are, are top notch. It's it's a fucking ten, man. And it's and it's really cool to see uh, Kristen Stewart like and and she's she's playing a weird little kooky character and I, I think she's fucking excellent. Uh, everybody's really good. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a 10 and it's okay to be challenged. Uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay to let it go sometimes. Okay. I feel like you didn't like a Vishra Jared rating, but that's fine. <laughs> I think you're accurate, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Kristen, what say you? All right. So I'm also a little conflicted. So when I first saw this, it was, I was just kind of overwhelmed by how weird this was and I did not really enjoy it that much. And I, kind of wanted to give it like a six and then I kind of slept on it, you know, decompressed with some Mel Gibson and um, when I woke up the next day yes. <laughs> when I woke up the next day I was like actually this is a really interesting movie and it's very thought provoking and there's a lot of stuff going on and so I was excited to watch it again and the second viewing there it's still like it's still weird like you can't get around that but yeah there's so much more going on and i enjoyed it so much more and i think you kind of had to get over that initial shock of what david Cronenberg is known for because even if you are a fan of his and you have seen all of his movies really that just kind of i don't know i haven't seen all of them but i've seen a lot of them but that's kind of it just kind of prepares you for some of the weird stuff that he's doing it does not prepare you for <laughs> like sexual cutting open <laughs> of your body like that's it's very out there um but i can appreciate what he's doing i appreciate a lot of the statements that he's making even if i don't really understand a lot of them i don't know that this is like enjoyable though um i oh and i'll also say i did also really appreciate this felt like a film you know he wrote it 20 years ago and i feel like this is a film that he did not bother updating at all and I kind of appreciate that. This seems like a late 90s, early aughts movie. And mm. I enjoyed that a lot. And I like how he updates this world and he uh, updates our world to bring us into the future. But it's still so grounded. And I absolutely love that he filmed in Greece with all of those buildings and all of the architecture and it lends itself so well to certain to all to every scene honestly to every single scene you can't everything looks so familiar but you can't quite figure out what's going on and where they are and what's happening i don't think you need to honestly i don't think you need to understand a lot of this movie to see it i was gonna say to enjoy it but i don't that's a stretch do people i don't know if people like really enjoy this movie i enjoyed it okay other than brian um 
Anyway, I really, uh, I, I liked a lot about, so I'm going to give it an eight. Only for the sense that it's, there's a lot, there's, it's kind of weird, there's a lot going on. Um, and maybe with more viewings, I would bring that up to a 10, because certainly it's absolutely fantastic. And if you're a Cronenberg fan, you will absolutely love this movie. You should, anyway. Um, if you don't know anything about Cronenberg, I don't know this is your first movie to, to watch. <laughs> Quintessential, if not classic, Cronenberg, Crimes of the Future finds the director revisiting familiar themes with typically unsettling fare. Rotten Tomatoes certifies Crimes of the Future fresh with an 80% tomato score and an audience score of 50%, with the audience saying, It has a creative concept and some interesting ideas, but Crimes of the Future might feel like a punishment if you aren't a big Cronenberg fan. All right, fair enough. Yeah, Cronenberg ain't for everybody. I, get I can see that, yeah. <laughs> I do get why people walked out of that movie. I don't, because this isn't nearly as bad as like something like Crash. This is pretty fucking tame. I was like... I like I, I was reading those stories and I was like, "Oh baby, here we go, body horror. People fucking walking out of the theater. He's gonna no, fucking because do people say I actually no no no. So a lot, most people walked out in the first five minutes, and it actually took me aback because I was like, "Wait, what happens in the first five minutes? That kid dies. That bad? Okay, so yeah, yeah I, we I, killed I remember. A kid. Yeah, okay, but I, <laughs> as far as like uh, uh, disturbing things in the movie, I thought there were other uh, way more disturbing scenes." I'm so sorry, but like people do kill their kids in movies. We've seen that before. That's that's not new. Not after they eat, eat a trash can. He did, she didn't kill him because he ate the trash can. Look, she was I like, I told you, did. quit eating, f- quit eat fucking plastic. How many times I got to tell you? That's right. She hated him for a long time. That was just like the last straw. Yeah. She just bought I wasn't that. Talking about that she just specific waste basket. Bought that trash can because like, he ate the last one. The She's tired ones. of buying the new ones. <laughs> why? Why, is, why wasn't there a bag in that trash can? You know, was yeah. Thing. She just bought it. Okay, she just came oh, okay. back from the store with her fucking trash can that he ate. He probably the saw the sticker at the bottom of it. Oh yeah. Gosh. Oh, you already know. You never take that off. Sir, I bought this trash can, and I didn't notice, but somebody had gnawed around the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he had, what is that, Pico? Pico? Pica? That thing that you eat where you eat unusual things. I just thought he had a little disease like that. Oh, like, yeah. I kept thinking, the first time I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, that's like an alien or something. Because he had like that fucking white Weird. white yeah. shit the all foam. around his face. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it kept looking like glue. When it was like dripping it because it was so thick, and it was just like, "What is that?" That's how he. That's how he dissolves the plastic. Yeah, kind of cool. That's kind of cool. It burns if it gets on your skin. Oh, the mom was fucking great. God damn. Yeah. Two fucking scenes great. and fucking remember. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed her a lot in this. Well, with that. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to Movie Crew Pod at gmail.com you can also follow us on facebook twitter instagram at movie crew pod jared where can the audience follow you you can find me on instagram at check the gate or on twitter at jared b callen does it every time i say follow you say find i say find you say follow but <sighs> fucking with my head and Kristen, where can they follow you you can follow me on <laughs> instagram at <laughs> Kristen magdalene <laughs> uh, that's Kristen with a k and an i i appreciated that yeah, of course. Anything for you, Brian. And you can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with track number one from the Crimes of the Future soundtrack titled Crimes of the Future. This is from composer Howard Shore. Enjoy it.